Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am recording this in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And this day is Sunday, the 7th of January in the year 2024. And this is the very first podcast that I am doing in the new year, because last week's podcast was New Year's Eve. And I did it early in the day on Sunday, the 31st. And then we moved into a new year later that night, early Monday morning at midnight. So this is now the first podcast of 2024 of the Golden Astrologer podcast. And we're in a fresh new year. And we've, you know, it's interesting because it's already been a week. It's been a week in the new year, but just the way timing works, this is our first podcast. And, you know, if you're starting this new year, you may wish to start with a new perspective and a new plan for 2024. And I invite you to work with me on expansion mentoring, where we can work with each other for three months, six months, or 12 months. And we can work through any sort of new ideas and plans and bring them to life for you that could possibly be within your reach this year. And it would be very exciting to start your new year with some mentoring so that you could really come into your own in this new year that I feel is a very optimistic, fresh new year. I feel a very fresh energy in this new year. So if you're interested in expansion mentoring, just contact me, deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com and we can have um, an email discussion about it. And in this moment, we are looking at, you know, Mercury still in its shadow. And tomorrow is the last time that Mercury is squaring Neptune. So it squared it in Sagittarius when it was, you know, first moving along. And then it squared it again when it came back and was retrograde. And now that Mercury is direct, and it's still in its shadow, folks. So we've still got, you know, I think an, another couple of weeks. It's I think it's the 20th. Yes, the 20th where Mercury comes out of its shadow. And it gets past that seven degree point where it stopped and went retrograde. So we have Mercury in Sagittarius making a challenge to Neptune tomorrow. So if there was a story that started, a, you know, number of weeks back, you'll find, and, and I think it was actually late November, you'll find that this is the completion of that story. It is totally about intuition, about sensitivity, about an unfoldment perhaps of information one piece at a time, and tomorrow is the, the completing story. This aspect happens at 8.24 p.m. Eastern Time, and this is really about perhaps some insights, intuitions, mulling over things that you are experiencing. Now, Mercury is still in Sag, and actually this is the week when it goes into Capricorn. So this is the last week of Mercury in Sagittarius. It goes into Capricorn on uh, Saturday the 13th, next almost a week away, and it enters Capricorn 9.49 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday the 13th. So this is the last week we're going to have Mercury in Sagittarius um, for another year or so. 
so when this happens, we're looking at, you know, insight, intuition, like I said, things we've been mulling over, but anything that has come to us that has surfaced, thoughts and instincts and intuitions that have surfaced, mostly about philosophy, beliefs, um, spirit, any sort of guidance you have received from spirit. And that is very important to sort of open to and address right now. So perhaps there's been a continuing story through this three passage of Mercury and Neptune, and that has been evolving over these weeks for you. And you're now listening on a whole deeper level. Meanwhile, the sun in Capricorn, which is mid Capricorn right now, is making a trine to Uranus and Taurus. Uranus is still retrograde. It's the last holdout. It's the last planet that's still in its retrograde and will go direct at the end of the month. So Sun, Uranus trine, very lovely earthbound aspects, good for productivity, for getting things done, for setting goals, um, perhaps getting very clear on what you need to accomplish this week. It's a very good grounded, practical aspect. We're in the practical time of Capricorn. Uranus is in the practical sign of Taurus. They're earth signs. So this very nice trine supports us in anything we're trying to achieve this week. That's good. Set your goals this week to do something that um, you really want to have holding in your hand at the end of the week, because that's what earth signs like. They want something that they can say, I achieved this. This is not something lofty and spiritual so much. It's more I got this done this week. I'm really, I'm really proud of myself. Now, Capricorn, while we're still in Capricorn, we are having the new moon in Capricorn, which is an annual occurrence when the sun and the moon come together in Capricorn. And they are happening together on Thursday the 11th. This is at 20 degrees of Capricorn. And that happens at 6.57 a.m. Eastern time on January 11th. So about this new moon. So it's an interesting thing. It's always good to have a new moon, a fresh start, a fresh perspective. And in Capricorn, again, very, very practical and, and, you know, goal achievement oriented, right? However, however, this is a new moon that's at 20 degrees of Capricorn, 44 minutes. And when I see those numbers and that place in Capricorn, I immediately think back to 2020. And although Saturn and Pluto met at like about 21, 22 degrees, they were together. They were together 20 degrees Capricorn. This is about the time we had an eclipse in Capricorn. And it was with Saturn and Pluto in 2020. And we know what happened in 2020. So there may be a moment of recurrence of 2020 for you. And you remember there was what we were referring to as the COVID cluster, where Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto were all hanging out around 20 degrees of Capricorn. So there was a lot of action back then and astrologically back then and in the world, obviously, but the astrology told the story and that degree is a hot degree. And so what happens is these become what we call in astrology famous points. And this famous point is this 20 degree Capricorn, 22 degrees Capricorn, where this action took place three years ago, four years ago, four years ago now, four years ago now. And so 
when we experience Thursday in the new moon, there may be some sort of flashback. Now, this is, this is not 2020. This is not four years ago. This is not the experience of four years ago. And it lasted the whole year. Remember, you know, if you heard me back then, if you were listening back then, Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto were back and forth over those spots as they went retrograde and forward, etc., etc. the whole year. Saturn went into Aquarius, came out of Aquarius, went back into Capricorn. You know, they were back over those spots all year. And so that it was really four years ago and three years ago, because really till the end of like really until, you know, November, December 2020, they were there. And then Saturn and Jupiter went into Aquarius. So this is this is a very potent new moon. This new moon may bring flashbacks. This new moon may say, Oh, remember this from then? Remember this back then? Remember how this happened? Remember how this unfolded for you? You may really recognize some vibes that are coming that remind you very much of that time. Now, like I said, this is not that time. We're not repeating it. We're not going back there. Those planets have left there. Everybody's gone and on their own journey. But it is no longer that time, right? But it's a flashback. And this is what recurrences are. It's a flashback. It's it's like a drive-by. <laughs> you know, you're like driving by the scene of the accident. It's not your accident. It's like some other accident. Or you're driving past the spot where you had the accident. That's more accurate. You're driving past that corner. Oh, that was an accident there that I had four years ago. Or that was an event where I had an argument with somebody on that corner four years ago. That's not happening now. It is a view to that without there being a whole lot of fanfare. You may have a moment, and it could be as simple as you woke up having a dream. You wake up on Thursday morning, and you're like, man, I just had a, re a dream. I just had a recurrence dream. I had a dream that it was 2020 again. I had a dream that we were all, you know, at home, isolating, et cetera, et cetera, whatever your experience was that. And when you have these recurrences, we have to see them as just that. They are recurrences. They are just, you know, as if you watched a movie again that you saw many years ago. The first time you see the movie, it's like, oh, wow, that was an amazing movie. That was like a fantastic movie. Or that was a suspenseful movie. Oh my God. But this is the second time you see it. This is the second time you're watching the movie or the third time or whatever. You're like, yeah, and I remember this scene was like blah, blah, blah. And it's not the same flavor as it was the first time you saw the movie, right? So it's not going to be the same flavor, but you are still going to have memories. And that's, that's what's so important about paying attention to these recurrences. So my instinct says something may surface during that new moon on the 11th where you feel like you are really um, embracing and sort of watching this movie again. But that's it. It's okay. We're done with that movie. In the meantime, that day, Venus in Sagittarius is going to make a trine to Chiron in Aries. So this is all fire. And this is all like a little bit... A little fiery, but also very soothing because it is a trine. And it's not something that we need to, like, it's not Venus conjunct Chiron where we're feeling wounded. 
And Venus Chiron is happening the same day as the new moon, uh, just a few hours after the new moon. And so it may be, ooh, that was a moment back then. You might remember something that happened, but it's all okay. Venus is trining Chiron. It's all okay because it's, I've got distance from it now and it's not happening in the moment. So important, right? Very interesting observation. Um, but the moon will travel through Capricorn on Thursday and leave Capricorn. But first, before it gets ready to leave Capricorn, it's going to conjunct Pluto in Capricorn at 9.33 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, this is important for lots of reasons, and we're going to get into the rock and roll very soon in a moment. Um, The moon is going to be conjuncting Pluto and Capricorn. So, okay, what did I just say? Back in 2020, there were three planets clustered around this 20-degree Capricorn situation, right? Degree of Capricorn. And we know what happened in 2020, and... As the moon passes over Pluto after being new at that remembrance degree, that recurrence, we may double down and have more of a recurrence as moon conjuncts Pluto. Pluto was a great big part of that situation. So this is going to be kissing moon, kissing Pluto goodbye, because really what's going to happen, the moon is not meeting Pluto and Capricorn again until later this year. And this is where we start getting into the rock and roll. Right after that, the moon goes void 9.33 p.m. after it conjuncts Pluto. So the last aspect is always important before the moon goes void. It's going void. It's conjunct Pluto. So that's a moment, again, bringing us back to the past, triggering that degree, triggering Pluto. It then, half an hour later, goes into Aquarius, which is exactly what Jupiter and Saturn did at the end of 2020. Ooh, I have chills. So this is something, Thursday is going to be a bit of a remembrance day. Hang on to your hat. It's not happening all over again. You might hear about it in the news. You might have a conversation about it, but it's not happening all over again. Rest assured. Okay. So then, um, the rock and roll is that Pluto is getting ready to leave Capricorn. And Pluto is getting ready to go into Aquarius. And as I've said a thousand times on this podcast, (laughs) we are going to get this on the 20th, or depending on where you are, could be the 21st, where you are, um, where you are in the world, 7.50 p.m. on Saturday the 20th, which isn't for another two weeks, really. Um, But that's going to fly by in a minute. Pluto will enter Aquarius. And actually... Um, earlier that morning, the sun will enter Aquarius, but they are going to meet in Capricorn for one last time, um, one last time for many years. So my point is the rock and roll starts with Pluto and where Pluto is right now. Pluto is at the end of Capricorn. Whenever we have something at 29 degrees, Whenever we have something at 29 degrees of a sign, that means 30 takes us to the next sign because every sign is 30 degrees. It's a little astrology lesson. That means we're saying goodbye to that sign and we're moving on to the next one. Now, when it's the moon, it's like, okay, no big deal. It's the moon. It's going to do this every month. When it's Mercury, okay, it's going to probably do this every year, maybe a little less. When it's something like a bigger planet, when we get into Pluto, Pluto is saying goodbye to Capricorn for, for now, for now, 
but things happen at 29 degrees, especially when a planet like Pluto, that's going to only do this once every 250 years, goes over 29 degrees, it's saying goodbye. This is one of the last goodbyes. Um, it's really powerful and potent when it leaves and it moves into that new sign. Now, we all react differently to this. And this is the hard part. <laughs> this is where the rock and roll is. And you probably experienced this a bit last year, but it may get a little harder now because Pluto's like, okay, I'm serious, I'm doing this. And we still had most of last year with Pluto and Capricorn. This is now going to be most of this year with Pluto and Aquarius and then going into Capricorn for a moment from September to November, like two and a half months, and then we're done. When Pluto says I'm really serious, that means we're really saying goodbye to an era. And I was saying this on Instagram the other day, and I didn't you invoke the planets, but I was talking about this being the end of a big cycle because Pluto leaving Capricorn and going into Aquarius is the end of the last 15 years of Pluto and Capricorn. Now, you might say, great, I'm ready for it. Yes, of course, you know, I'm ready for it. I can say I'm ready for it. But unconsciously, because Pluto, you know, Pluto rules over the dark realms, over the unconscious, over the, over the deep, dark closet that each and one, every one of us has, <laughs> and the collective unconscious. And in the collective unconscious, you know, we're all uncomfortable. This is a discomfort. It is the end. It is change. Change isn't always comfortable. Sometimes we're like dying for change. Yeah, I got the new job. I'm psyched. I can't wait. Yeah, you know. But we have to really pay attention to our desire to escape. And there is a component to this that says, I, I can't, I don't want to face the end. So I want to like run away. I don't want to face the end. I want to run away. I want to ignore it, whatever. Okay, that's one component of it. There is the discomfort around like holding on to what you're doing right now. So say something, you're, you're starting a new business you are, and you've got to make it go and you've got to hold on to it and hang in there and you're like so frustrated and that's the energy of a sign getting a heavy planet at the end frustration. I know it happens with Saturn. It's like, oh my God, when is this just going to pop for me already? When is this going to shift? There's a part of this that you want to throw in the towel. You just want to say, I'm, I've had enough of this. This isn't going anywhere. I just want to throw in the towel. I just, I don't want to look at this anymore. I've read it over a thousand times. I've read my business plan over a thousand times. I've talked about it a hundred million times. I can't even think about it. I'm seeing my business plan in my sleep. I don't even want to look at this anymore. That's when you have to stay connected to it. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you really do need to stick with it. And this is the stick with it energy of 29 degrees. So we all have to push through these next couple of weeks and then push through those two and a half months from September to November. Because we something amazing is going to be on the other side of pushing through this. So even if, if you have to stay slightly detached and you're just sort of moving through it, don't throw in the towel because there's a desire to run away right now. There's a desire to escape. There's a desire to, you know, when people leave 
and right before like something big happens well we broke up the band right before we were gonna get like a big hit or something you know we were getting discovered noticed whatever we were on the verge of doing something brilliant in the laboratory you know maybe you're maybe you're a scientist and you're like on the verge of something and you're just like i am ready to throw in the towel because i've been working on this for 15 years and i'm done and it's just right before the, the dawn. So it's always darkest before the dawn. We've heard that cliche, that metaphor, a thousand times in our life. And that's what we're experiencing now. There is a great desire to throw in the towel, especially when we get kicked on this new moon Thursday. And, you know, new moons are good, fresh energy, but this one really will trigger us. And so people, people during that 2020 year, people were really, like, they got... They could, not everybody, not everybody, but people got, you know, depressed, obviously. And that doesn't mean it was like clinical depression. It just meant blue. It just meant I'm tired of being in the house. I'm tired of not seeing people. And so there's a, a weariness, a weariness that comes when we've been doing something for so long, we can like recite it in our sleep and we don't want to do it anymore. Or we think we don't want to do it anymore. We think we're just bored and tired of it. We think we just cannot face another day looking at the same structure and business plan, et cetera, laboratory reports, and say, you know, I just, I can't do this anymore. And it's just, you got to hang in there. You have to hang in there. Distract yourself with something fun when you go home at night. Like maybe you've got to like stare at your business plan during the day and you got to promote yourself and you got to market yourself or you got to start cook up something in the laboratory or something. But maybe you've just got to like rest and take it easy later in the day. Go to bed early, take a hot bath, um, you know, cozy up with a movie, something to um, assuage the frazzled feelings that the collective ending brings with it. There's anxiety, there's um, emotions, there's discomfort, there's I can't be held, I'm squirming, I can't keep my attention on this stuff. And that's the big one. I can't keep focused on my attention on this stuff because we keep getting distracted. Because we, and even in the small things, we want to like get distracted and step away or run away. Um, you know, we can't, we, we can't keep running away from something that we've devoted maybe the last 15 years to. So you have to stay focused and, and then take some time away, watch a cozy movie, take a hot bath, go to bed early, do some things that are nurturing for yourself that help you feel contained. Okay. This is what we have to be aware of when we're dealing with Pluto at the end of Capricorn, a big planet at the end of a sign. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Saturn is all about commitment, focus, you know, achievement, staying, staying the course, staying focused, focus and commitment. I always felt Saturn was focus and commitment, focus and commitment. And that's what we have to maintain. And there's an edginess that wants to take our attention away from the focus and commitment. It's really hard. It's like when you are learning a new skill, like you're learning to play the piano or you're learning to knit and you are doing something and you're like, you're not quite there yet. It takes practice. And so we have to practice staying 
focused and committed these next couple of weeks till Pluto goes in Aquarius and we start to see what new things arrive on our plates. It's exhausting. It can be exhausting. And that's why I'm saying take some time out to recharge your battery. It's like when you're running a marathon and you're close to the end and you want to quit, right? You got to just, sometimes you have to walk a few paces or slow your jog down or something until you get to the end of the marathon. Maybe you have to slow down a bit, but that's okay. Do what you need to do without losing your focus. And that's what we really have to do with Pluto and Capricorn. I have to do it too. I have to do it too. It makes us lose our minds a little bit, not like completely and where we have to be locked up, but <laughs> it makes us a little stir crazy. Like, am I, am I focusing on the same thing wrongly? What am I doing? Just hang in there. All will be revealed once we get Pluto into Aquarius and and this coming, you know, that that aspect in the next few weeks of, of the sun on Pluto is the last time that the sun and Pluto are going to meet in Capricorn for 250-something years, okay? That aspect on the 20th, and then they both go into Aquarius later that day. So this is huge. Stay with it. Stick with it. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself so that you can stay focused and committed. That's my, that's my rock and roll announcement. And in the meantime, it's Friday the 12th, Mars in Capricorn, Mars just entered Capricorn the other day and it likes Capricorn. It likes to be in Capricorn because it's exalted in Capricorn. Mars is fiery energy, even though it likes Sagittarius as well. It's like shines very well in Capricorn. It can get things accomplished and, you know, rise to the occasion and, and go for achievement and success. It's going to trine Jupiter at 5.42 a.m. January 12th. So that's Friday. So that's really a good aspect. That's a good positive push forward. And nobody says you have to push hard through these next couple of weeks. You just need to keep the ball rolling, okay? Keep the ball rolling. Stay focused. You do something already, stay with it. More will be revealed. Um... And Mars and Jupiter really will help because they, they keep us motivated. They're in, they're in Earth signs too. Just like the Sun and Uranus in Taurus, things are going to keep moving on the Earth side front right now because we've got a lot of Earth energy around us because it's that time of year. But it's important to just keep things moving and rolling, okay? Don't feel like you are abandoning ship and you need to abandon. Don't jump off. <laughs> jump off. Don't sh abandon ship. Just keep, keep things happening. And I think that these trines and earth signs this week will really help us do that, okay? And then Mercury goes back into Capricorn on Saturday the 13th. So that's good. And eventually, like around the 20th, like I said, Mercury will pass its shadow. So we've got a couple more weeks of Mercury still in its shadow. That's fine. We move through it, we get through these times, and we will not allow ourselves to escape what is probably something really valuable for us in the end. So that is, that is where we're at. And if you would like to know more about this relative to your own astrological chart, you can contact me for a session. You could go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and click book online, and you can register for a session with me. Um, that's astrology. And then if you'd like to, if you need something like Reiki, which is very powerful and clearing 
during this time. That's also something very good to do. The, the 5D Lemurian Reiki I do is really very powerful, but healing, but sens- sensitive and nurturing and sometimes intense. But I think it helps clear the decks of things when you, when you work with it a certain way. You could work with it a lot of different ways. So very positive Reiki. And um, also I'm on Instagram, the Golden Astrologer on Instagram. And again, if you'd like to join me in expansion mentoring, you are welcome to do that. Fresh start for the new year. And we will uh, resume this podcast next week when by the time I see you guys again, it will be, you know, midway through the month of January and we're working on going through the the latter part of Capricorn and then getting into Aquarius, right? So this is it. I thank you so much for listening. Gratitude to each and every one of you. Hang in there. If you feel yourself slipping, Set up a session with me and we can talk through it and see what what you're trying to escape from and where you're uncomfortable, how you can sit with the discomfort, how you can move through this, keep the ball rolling. And have a beautiful, beautiful week wherever you are. Thank you for listening. Gratitude to all.